Adventures of the Arrowverse Episode 2. We're going to be talking about Arrow Season 2. Um, if you enjoyed the video, hit the button down below. Subscribe if you're new. Thanks for watching. Um, this is our support uh, from the first episode, which did really well, surprisingly. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, go check out my other social media description down below. Um, just a little talking about the future. <laughs> um, we have one more episode this month of February, which will be Arrow Season 3, Episode 3. Um, and then in March, I'll say next month, we will be finishing the Arrow arc, which is what I'm calling it, of the Adventures of the Arrowverse podcast, going through all eight seasons, meaning 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 will all be next month. Um, episode 4 will actually feature a guest star, which you guys won't find out till March 2nd, I'm pretty sure it is. So, that's very exciting. I've already said in the motion. Um, that person knows who it is. And if you follow me on social media, you know who it is. But I'm going to wait on the podcast till, uh, to announce it publicly. <laughs> um, <coughs> so... Yeah, let's get right into the episode, the podcast episode. Um, Arrow season two, I love this season mainly because Slade is such a like, he's like Zoom, like he brings a massive threat to Oliver. He brings like so much of his past back and makes it like Oliver's enemy, like, and he's terrifying at the same time. <laughs> I mean, he literally made Oliver like question himself in every possible turn. Obviously, he killed Mora. Mora? How do you say her name? I was mother. And that whole, like, story arc, I mean, bringing in, um, the guy in the skull mask, um, Sebastian Blood, um, trying to trick him into killing Oliver Queen, even though he didn't know he was the Arrow, um, and then bringing in, I'm forgetting her name, but the person who took the company from Oliver, um, and who apparently was going to leave with Robert and leave Oliver, Thea, and Mora behind. Um, and then he ended up not doing so for that reason, to be with Oliver, Mora, and Thea. I mean, Slade is an amazing villain, and the fact that he's come back in season three, not four, season five, did he come back in four? I don't think he came back in four. I know he came back in three... Five and six. And I'm pretty sure that was it for Slade because he was on his own little mission. But, I mean, the fact that he came back all these times and then we saw him actually be a hero again. Which we saw in season two flashbacks, which was with Shadow after before she died. And then Sarah coming back to life or whatever. Being alive the whole time, but to Oliver coming back to life. And then Slade... Being a hero, but at the same time turning into a villain because of the Merkuru. So, you know, <laughs> that, that, that whole story arc was just amazing. Um, now, I'm going to be honest the flashbacks in like season three, four, and five, I don't care about really at all. <laughs> um, season one and two, I think, are the best flashbacks the show has ever had and ever will if they do flashbacks again. Assuming the show comes back for a ninth season, who knows? Like, ten years down the road. Um, although, what would they do flashbacks for? Who knows? But, you know. Um, <clears throat> they... I think season two is better than season one. With the flashbacks. And the storytelling. Because it really does show, in many ways... Um, you know. 
just what happened to Oliver. And more, it showed more in season two than really what it did in season three, four, and five with the flashbacks, I think. Um, we had Barry Allen this season. Um, the first ever introduction of Barry Allen. He was in 2009. He gave Oliver the mask that you can see in your background right now of the podcast. Um, assuming you're watching on YouTube. He gave Oliver that mask. <laughs> He's this OG mask and did give it back to Barry in season six um, after Oliver died in crisis. But it was seeing Barry being that dorky, you know, nerdy scientist, police officer. I mean, it was cool to see. We don't really get, we get a little bit of that here and there. I mean, Barry's more of a hero now than he was then, obviously. <laughs> but, like, season one, two, and three, we kind of got that dorky Barry Allen that we got in Arrow. But you could really tell it, like, it was shining in Arrow season two. Compared to, like, when he became the Flash, that kind of went away a little bit, but at the same time, it was still there. He was still dorky, but not as much as he was, like, before he was a Flash. Um, and then, obviously, 209 connected Barry against Earth by Lightning being in a coma for several months, and then we go to the Flash pilot, like, several months later, and he's a Flash. Um, which we'll get into episode 9 of Flash Season 1 of the podcast. Um, episode 9 of the podcast, can't talk. Episode 9 of the podcast will be Flash Season 1, so we're gonna go through all Arrow Seasons, and then we'll go with the Flash. Um, like, I'm pretty sure I mentioned some point throughout this entire thing. Um... <laughs> Who knows? I probably didn't, but I'm mentioning it now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, then we found out that Thea isn't actually uh, Robert's daughter. He is Mora's daughter. She, not he. Whoa. She is Mora's daughter. But her father is Malcolm Merlin, which means Tommy and Merlin are related. And Tommy is technically Oliver's half-brother, <clears throat> in a way. I think it was said... Um, I don't know how that works, but you know what I mean. Um, and obviously, Oliver trying to keep it a secret from Thea because he didn't want to hurt her. But at the same time, not really being mother and son with Mora because Oliver didn't trust her, which why would you? Um, I wouldn't <laughs> if I was in that situation. Um, after everything Mora did, more lies, more lies, more lies. Why would you trust her? You really shouldn't. <laughs> um, but... You know, I think it really, it was a really interesting story, like, plot twist. I, I don't think that was a thing that any of us really expected to happen to Thea, at least for me. I mean, we hear that, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> like, that, that's something. Um, Malcolm's showing up again this season. When I say again, like, he showed up several times. He's showing up, like, every season off the shelf, but... Um, season two, he showed up at the end to help to save Thea from one of the Mercury people. Um, Sierra coming back to Star City, actually fighting with Oliver and Team Air, which is cool to see. Um, and obviously helping stop Slade, which wasn't the main priority she was there. She was there to see if her family's okay after the quake, and then the League of Assassins, which is our first introduction to Nyssa. Um, which again, reoccurring character in the future seasons. Um, especially season three, because <laughs> of the League stuff. But, it was, I kind of liked the interaction between, like, Sarah and Oliver, Sarah and Felicity, Sarah and John, and, uh, Sarah and her parents, and Sarah and, you know, Nyssa even. 
I mean, those interactions, like, Katie Lotz plays, played, <laughs> I wouldn't say now, but <laughs> Katie Lotz definitely did a good Lance on Arrow. Um, again, Legends, we'll talk about that when it gets there, because I love opinions about that. Um, but it's definitely one of those things that, um, you know, I think it's really down to really what the main story was about. And it, it, for me, it didn't feel like there was like, okay, we have this main story, which is Oliver, Team Arrow dealing with Slade. And then we have, like, you know, Laurel dealing with um, her own problems, and then Sarah with her own problems, Dig with her his own problems. It didn't feel that way, because everything was connected in some way at the end. With Oliver focusing on stopping the guy in the skull mask, and then switching to Slade Wilson. And Laurel finding out that Sebastian Blood is, in fact, the villain here and helping Slade. <clears throat> I mean, every story this season had, in some way, shape, or form, connected to the main story. And that's something that a lot of these seasons in Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, all of them, besides someone in Lois and Stargo, I think those two are the only shows now that actually do connect. But later in the show... You don't really see that. You see these separate stories going off and then ending on their own terms, which is good, but it's even better when we have these side stories like Laurel's, Quentin's, Sarah's, all connecting to the main story. With Sarah going through the League stuff, connecting to the main story with Slade, with Laurel, again, with Sebastian Blood, figuring out that he was the guy in the skull mask at the beginning of the season, and helping Slade Wilson ruin the city, even though he didn't think he was, um, or Blood didn't think Slade was going to destroy the city, even though he did, you know, that whole interaction thing set up the main story of Oliver finding out that Blood is um, the guy in the skull mask. And now that brings us to Roy, <laughs> Roy Harper, who was in season one, stole Theo's purse, I think I mentioned episode one. If I didn't, I suck. Um, <laughs> but in season two, Roy was subjected by Mercury by the guy in the skull mask, Sebastian Blood. Um, and it was really, I loved the scenes with Roy because you got to see him going through so much with the Mercury. You got to see him going through like really like, dangerous stuff to Mercurio. He was trying to be like Oliver. He was trying to be a hero. And, you know, help the Arrow in any way he could until obviously he found out it was Oliver and he was trying to help out Oliver as the Arrow. But that interaction between, especially between Oliver and Roy, because Oliver knew what was happening to Roy. He knew about the Mercurio. He knew about all of it. Roy knew nothing. It was just in the blind the whole time. Um, but the fact that Oliver went as the Arrow to help train Roy to control it, those scenes were amazing to me. I mean, we don't really, like I said, we don't get that anymore <laughs> in these shows, but, which I think what makes, can't talk, which I think is what makes Arrow so unique with these scenes that they did early in the show that made the show so popular as it was when it ended. And if, if, even if it does come back for a ninth season, it would get a lot of good ratings because of how the show did over the last eight years. Well, I guess almost ten years now, but eight years of Arrow, eight whole seasons of Arrow, I mean, you know, 
they did pretty well. And that happened because the show started off great with the OG seasons being season one and two and I guess three. You can argue three. <laughs> um, although three wasn't like too bad, but it wasn't like season two or one level. I mean, it was it was it was good, but you know, not what these seasons are. Like season one and two are the best seasons of the show. Um, one of not the best. Now we'll say which season is the best <clears throat> when we get to that season. <laughs> so keep watching the podcast. You know, if you're watching in the future, like a month ahead. You know, I've, I've more than likely would have already been done with the Arrow arc of the podcast. So, if you're watching episode 2, you want to have episode 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Which means, if you keep watching, you'll know what my favorite season is. If you keep watching. If you're watching in current time, maybe just subscribe and turn notifications on. <laughs> and you know, that way when I do talk about my favorite season... In one of these uh, next uh, six episodes, I was trying to figure out what 8 minus 2 was, because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> you know, if you subscribe to notifications on, when I upload that specific episode in like a couple weeks, <clears throat> then, you know, you'll be able to find out what my favorite error season is. It's up to you <laughs> if you want to do that, you know, or you just don't care and you, you, you'll be fine not knowing, you know, that's your choice. But um, 100 subs on this channel would be great. <laughs> totally not needy or anything. I'm just trying to get 100. It'd be cool to see. But, you know, <laughs> totally not saying anything, you know. Trying to try not to get you guys to do anything. I'm just saying, you know, if you are if you feel obliged to subscribe, you know, then you should do it. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> um, so, and I want to go back to Barry for a minute. I don't remember where I ran off because before I... Try to get you guys to subscribe. If you're not already, hit the subscribe button, by the way. Turn notifications on. And hit the like button and share it and, yeah, all that. But anyways, <laughs> um, going back to Barry. Um, <laughs> going back to Barry and Oliver. Like, the whole interaction between Barry and Oliver when Barry had no powers or anything. Um, you know, Oliver dealing with getting poisoned. And then Barry helping him, finding out that Oliver's the arrow. I mean, it was so cool to see Barry geeking out over that. Like, him knowing, like, all the villains of his fault, or a majority of them, at least. Um, and just, you know, learning more about Oliver. You know, Oliver wanted nothing to do with him. <laughs> it was just, it was so cool to see. And it was, like, Felicity, like, energy coming from Barry. And that, like, really shined in that those two episodes. And, honestly, I'm kind of glad they didn't keep Barry around. Because I felt like... It was like two Felicities, right? We had Felicity, her energy, and we had Barry and his energy. And it was like the same energy. If that was stuck throughout the entire show, <laughs> that would be crazy. And you can argue that, yeah, Holt, you know... Holt? What am I... Mr. Terrific, why am I forgetting his name? Curtis! <laughs> Jesus. Curtis and Felicity, you can argue they're on the same energy, kind of, but they're on their, like, different paths with their characters, even though Barry and Felicity were too, but the energy they brought to their own character, Curtis and Felicity in future seasons, was like really different compared to Barry and Felicity having that same kind of dorky energy, which for Felicity, you know, kind of carried her throughout the early seasons of Arrow, not so much in later for a majority of the Arrow's community, but, you know, really kind of carried that character throughout early seasons of Arrow. And so I feel like if Barry did stay, 
that would have been tarnished. So I'm glad they only kept it for two episodes. Obviously, again, he had his own show coming. So, you know, that's the thing. Um, which, again, is connected to Arrow. Just, I, this whole thing started because of Arrow. I mean, we can all agree on that. We should agree on that. If you don't think Arrow started any of the Flash, Supergirl, Legends, whatever, then, you know, you're heavily mistaken. <laughs> I mean, it all started with Steven. Steven Amell, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, whatever. It all started with him. If we didn't do any of this, we wouldn't really have any of these shows. Or this podcast, you know? <laughs> so that's the thing to think about. Um, and then during that process, we had Oliver, like, losing his mind, you know, thinking about, or not thinking about, but seeing, like, Shadow, after she, I think at this point after she died, and then Slade from the island, like, him dressed up like he was on the island. I mean, it was just a good connection there. And then Oliver literally losing his mind because he's hallucinating or whatever. I mean, seeing Barry try to help Oliver the best way he can and Felicity helping him. I mean, that one reaction there was amazing. The interaction between Oliver as the Arrow and Quentin. And Quentin trying to help Arrow in Season 2 was amazing. I loved the interaction between Quentin and Sarah and a little bit of Laurel. I mean, Laurel was kind of just angry the whole season, which makes sense. I mean, why wouldn't you be, you know, but... Pfft. Yeah, so that's definitely... This season was definitely one of the best of the show, um, in my opinion. But, you know. Um, so now we're going to go to community responses. I pretty much talked about... Well, I didn't talk about one thing. Um, the ending of season two, like 221, I think it was, or 220 through 223, was the best final like pile of episodes... The show's ever, 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 ever had. Just because from Moira's death, when Slade killed Oliver's mom, and Oliver's going through that whole journey of, I'm going to die next, because Slade said one more person has to die, and Oliver soon would be him. It wasn't, but no one else died. It would have been Felicity or Laurel. But seeing Oliver go through all that and still want to stop Slade and try to save him in a way, and then we had the League come in. We had Nyssa come back, which, again, connected to the main story. With Sarah and Nyssa early in the season, connected to the main story, as I said earlier. Um, Roy getting rid of the Mare crew. The Cure working, you know, working on all the soldiers, working on Roy. Roy getting a suit, becoming Arsenal, which he didn't get the name till season three. But you know what I mean. I mean, the finale set up season three as a whole. And it really worked for the beginning half of season three. The back half, I could kind of argue, but, <laughs> you know. I mean, it really set up season three. And it was really, 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 really well done. And just having Slade as a villain was amazing in general. Just to see all of that happen. So now I'm actually going to get to the community response. Because <laughs> I forgot that one part. I want to mention it. Um, again, if you want to respond or leave your opinions to be featured in my next podcast episode, which will be Arrow Season 3, you can join my Arrowverse Discord server in the description down below. Click the link, join the server, and head down to the category called Podcast Response. Go to Community Response. At this point in time, if you guys seen this, there's a new post up now for you guys to go and respond and give your opinions about Arrow Season 3, which will be featured in uh, Adventures of the Arrowverse Episode 3, which will be airing Wednesday, uh, February 23rd. 
uh, Wednesday, February 23rd, at 9 a.m. Central, the regular time of uploading the episodes. Um, so, you know, let's get into a couple people's opinions. We got more than we did the first week, so that's really good. Thank you guys for that. As I said, the more pains we get, the longer the episodes will be. Because I can't talk for a straight 40 minutes. Um, I can talk only for 30. So please, <laughs> you know, if you want the episodes to be longer, the best way you can do that, send in your opinions. I'll read them off. You know, I'm not going to name names. If you want your name said, you have to let me know in your posts. That's the only way I'm doing it. Um... One of my uh, one of the community members said, "Very good, about season two, exciting finale, and engaging story throughout. Definitely true, as I said early in the episode. Every single storyline in this season was connected to the main story, and all of it had no plot holes. Everything was good, connected. It was amazing." Another person said, "I really liked that Sarah came back and how that happened. I do too." I think it was really surprising and interesting storyline also with Slade as well. I like how they all connected equally the scenes with Slade and Oliver, and the ending was just perfect. How it just connected with Oliver's past and present. Also, the character development with Roy when he tries to control the Mary crew in him. The, the final fight between Oliver and Slade, which, as this person said, went between the flashbacks when Oliver and Slade were fighting on the freighter where they found Sarah, and then, like, on a random rooftop in a city. The transitions back and forth was just amazing. It's what that made that fight so good, flashing back and forth between these two. And, obviously, that never really... I think it happened once in Season 5, but it wasn't really fighting. It was. It, didn't, it wasn't really matched up, but it was like when Alvaro's getting off the island uh, in the flashbacks and Alvaro's running towards the boat... In the present day to get Chase. I mean, those two lining up pretty much pitch perfect. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Season 2 Final Fight, but not as good. Season 2 Final Fight was way better than that. Um, another person said, the first episode of the podcast is really good. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Season 2 was really good. I liked when Sarah and Slade come back and then Roy joins Team Arrow. Roy joining Team Arrow, I think, was the highlight of the season, but Slade and Sarah coming back was, like, a close second. Because I love Roy. Roy's, like... Everyone should love Roy. If you don't love Roy, I don't know what's wrong with you, but <laughs> Roy was, like, so good this season. He had the best acting, the best lines, everything. And it, it, that's really saying something, because every single character this season, there wasn't a single line that felt out of place to me. There wasn't a single scene that felt out of place. There wasn't a single actor that wasn't giving it its all. You could tell on some level, all these actors were giving it a hundred thousand percent effort, which is more than you can say for most of these shows anymore. <laughs> Especially The Flash in season seven. <clears throat> so just so you know, <laughs> I think this season is one of the best. I wouldn't say it's the best, as I said earlier. I'll mention it in a later episode of the podcast, but. This season really shined on the acting, the writing, all the scenes, the storylines connecting to one, the flashbacks, the present day, everything connected to the season, connected to Oliver in some way, and Team Arrow in itself, and at the same time, still connected to Quinn, still connected to SCPD, still connected to Laurel, even though at that time, actually no, she did find out about Oliver's identity through Slade. And she joined Team Arrow then, but not as like a crime-fighting vigilante in a way. 
Um, but it was still cool to see all of that happen. Someone else says, Slay's a great villain. Roy's a great sidekick. Probably one of my favorite seasons. I do agree. Roy is a great... I don't like saying sidekick. That sounds like it's Batman Robin. And I know everyone says Green Arrow's Batman. But, <laughs> I mean, Roy is Bat... I was about to say Batman. Roy is Alvar's partner. Like, like Dick, Felicity, there's partners. So not really sidekicks. There's the difference between sidekick and partner. I prefer to call him partner. I get what you meant by sidekick. I just prefer partner. To me, that's what I prefer. Um, and then the final one by a community member. This person said, to be honest, this is a great season. As far as I'm aware, it was the first time we got Deathstroke live action. I'm pretty sure it was too. I could be wrong. I I keep thinking there's like some like 90s or 80s version of Deathstroke in some TV DC show. But I don't remember it. Was something about DCU? I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it was the first one, though. That or was, like, the second or third. It's, like, early on in that list. But it's definitely around there. Um, the build-up to it with the memories and him coming back, filling his family and having advantage of him. Great plan and a really big threat. He was. Mario's death was really emotional. It was. And the fight, final fight between Oliver and Deathstroke, along with the final flashback scene, and the origin of how he lost his eye, was very iconic, and it was, because, I mean, we knew that Alfred shot an arrow through Slade's eye to at least put him down to get rid of the Maracruz, or at least so he'd die and the Maracruz would leave. Obviously, that didn't work, because it just regenerated him whenever, you know, which is how Maracruz works. Um, but just seeing that scene, it was very iconic, and it really made the finale, like, like a hundred times better just on top of the fight scene alone. I mean, the fight scene was amazing. Every scene in the finale was amazing. But getting that scene that we've been teased so much throughout the season, finally getting that, it felt really good to see that and really iconic as the person said to see that in the finale. And so I, I do agree with that. Um, and he rated it 9.5 out of 10, which I would rate it 9 out of 10 just because I'm rating a season, two seasons higher than a 9. Um, one of them is uh, 9.5 out of 10, and the other one's a 10 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I would put Air Season 2, like, top 3 on my list. Um, and then two other seasons, which you'll find out later on. Um, 9.5 out of 10, number 2. 10 out of 10, number 1. You'll find that out later in the podcast series. So, yeah. Subscribe if you need another <laughs> Subscribe if you're new, <laughs> turn notifications on so you don't miss an upload, hit the like button down below, um, let me know in the comments down below what you thought of the episode, if you agree or disagree, leave your opinions, whatever, um, join my Eros Discord server description in the description down below to be a part of the podcast more than you already are, <laughs> um, and just, yeah, have a good day, have a good night. And I'll see you guys next Wednesday, February 23rd, for Arrow, sorry, for Adventures of the Arrowverse, Episode 3, Arrow Season 3. See you guys then. Thanks, guys.